0: i'm scott abraham from abc 7 in washington dc you know who it is travis thomas experience this is eric at home of yahoo sports this is mitch Tischler. this is al galdi and you're listening to the big douglas show
1: all right this is the big douglas show episode 163 and it is the first preview friday of the season and for that we brought in darren
0: haynes from wusa 9 in dc darren how are you today uh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm excited. Football's finally here. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's it, it's finally here. It's one of those moments where it's like, you know, like even the fans are going to be back. It's going to actually the like FedEx Field is going to really feel like FedEx Field. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, it is, a, uh, it is a Friday and we will play the birthday game. Before we do that, though, uh, quick point. It is Pediatric uh, Cancer Awareness Month. And for that, we have teamed up with the hog farmers who do a great job uh, with the Washington football team organization. So I will provide a link. Please click it. Go check out the great works they're doing. Uh, We'll partner up with them for a couple of fundraiser things this month. So check them out. They do a really great job for a really worthy cause. Now, on to the birthday game. You know how this is. I looked up some, uh, some celebrities who have birthdays this week. And um, and we're going to go through them right now, so you can get closest. Who uh, will start with you? Uh, Idris Elba has a birthday this week. <laughs> People say I look a lot like Idris. I'm not sure why, it must be the beard. But uh, how old do you think Idris is this
2: week? Oh my goodness! I know Idris has to be clearly in his fifties. Uh, let's go, fifty-four.
0: Again, that is not yeah, right. Was, I'm, 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 my first guess was fifty three. I feel like he just turned fifty not too long ago. But I'll go. I'll go fifty three years old. Forty
2: nine for each oh, album. Forty nine. aged See, him. Right, here's
0: the thing about it. It's, it's it's one thing that the fact that that he is the kryptonite for all of us because he just all the ladies just drift towards him. <laughs> but the the other part is now he's closer to our age, which now makes it worse. If he was right. if he, if he was like. 70 years old we'll be like no, no problem <laughs> now if we if we walk into to, to a store or something like that and you know we walk in then he walks in
2: so it's, it's, it's a wrap <laughs> right right he, he's i think he,
0: he's married now right isn't he
2: yeah he's married, he it, is don't married. it don't yeah. matter to the ladies man it, it
0: don't, <laughs> it <don't> matter, <laughs> all right listen bernie sanders
1: has a birthday this week. Darren, how old do you think Bernie Sanders is?
0: Hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. 68.
2: <laughs> I, I think Bernie's in his 70s. Um, I'm gonna go 73.
0: 80. See, that's that's the, that's the that's that's the you know the, the you put the stuff in there and make you look. Yeah,
1: Big, Big Daddy Kane's got a birthday, Pooh. Big Daddy Kane's got a birthday. Oh
2: man, he's gonna kill me. I actually know yeah. Big Daddy Kane, but I have no idea how old Kane is. Um, oh, I may mean, have a
0: good idea on this one.
2: Um, going will go back to the fifties. I think Big Daddy Kane is maybe 50. Mm, this is a tough one. 55, maybe? Ooh, he might I don't not be that old. Yeah, I'm, I'm 55.
0: Final answer. Darren,
1: is not 55. What do you
0: think? So I'm going to try to do some math here. So I listen to Big Daddy Kane, I remember him in the early 90s. And so I'm just thinking, most of those young hip hop guys, let's just say they're in their early 20s. And now that's what we're coming up on almost 30 years. So let's just say, hmm, ain't no half stepping. Gosh, uh, let's just go. If that came out in 1990, let's go now. I'll say 51, I'll say 52. 53 for big
1: daddy Kane. 53. <laughs> Very close. Let's wrap oh, with this. Adam Sandler's got a birthday. How old do you think Adam Sandler
0: is? Okay, so we've been I've been cut. Okay. Adam Sandler, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see I, I think he's probably in the same age as like a Idris So so I'm gonna I'm gonna say they the same. I'm gonna say he's forty-eight. I'm probably I'm gonna, wrong.
2: I'm gonna say fifty-one.
0: This one surprised
1: me. Adam Sandler turns 55 this week, 55.
0: It's, I'm telling you, it's the, 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 the stuff. <laughs> it's just the
2: stuff. It's the, it's the, they dab it.
1: Well, Darren, speaking of the stuff, while I was doing my homework, nine Emmys for you, is that right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Hey. Tell us what the process is like. The pro- the process
0: uh, to get the Emmy? Yeah, I mean, you've got to get
1: nominated,
0: somebody yeah, nominates so- you, there's a board, how does it work? Yeah, yeah, so so I, for me, honestly, I, I I, don't like doing the Emmy stuff, it's usually, actually, we just got the email two days ago, where it's like, it's that time of year again, um, where I'm just, they want us to say, hey, we have this particular story that we think would an Emmy, me, I never do it, and they start harassing me around like December, um, and they automatically put my name in there um so that that's it's different for other people some people like i know i have a good story i want to submit it for me like i kind of wait for my job to say like hey do you have anything can we submit it and i'll be like ah do i really have to do it and they're like yes probably because you keep winning um (laughs) uh but once once they get a bunch of like my my anchor clips or stories that i've done whatever um then yeah it goes off to whatever the emmy board is i don't know who who it is they never tell you who it is um i'm sure it changes every once in a while but um but then i think it's around april they let us know who the nominees are and then in beginning of june they have the ceremony where they announce the winner they usually you know they'll put like three of the finalists so you know a whole bunch of people could submit but then they all they pick like the three finals you don't want to have like 10 20 finalists but they they cut them down to like three i think the most i've ever seen was like five that was one year i was like oh i don't know if i'm gonna win because there's some decent people out there
2: what led you down this path to being an uh now emmy award-winning uh uh anchor and journalist like what what led what led you to this to this path
0: man that's a long that, that's a long story man for <laughs> like, like real but like so if i had to give you two different sides of the story or two parts of what what got me to where I am now. Um, The first one, and I was just telling my friend this yesterday, my mama, like I wanted to be a biology teacher. I wanted to go to high school and teach science. And I I played football at the University of Rhode Island and and transferred to the University of New Haven. And they did not have an undergraduate education program. So my mother, you know, back then you don't go online, you register for classes, like you go to the school and you kind of like write it. And my mother was like, hey, you know, you, you do the, 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 the PA for the Pop Warner football games. When you go to church, you're always grabbing the mic. Why don't you get into, like, sports broadcasting because you play sports? Had no clue. I have never thought in my mind I ever get into it. And that day at the University of New Haven, I put in communication, sports broadcasting. And that's how I got into the field. Um, to get to winning nine Emmys, man, that's a long journey from working with Rob Parker, a guy who was in Detroit, he's now in LA, uh, uh, to Lansing, Michigan, to Alpena, Michigan, where there's like two black people there, myself and some other dude. I never still, we're still looking for that other black guy. In <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the Rio Grande Valley was over by the, literally on the border of Mexico and in Texas and San Antonio, Boston, New York, and like ESPN. And then they laid me off and then now here in DC. Um, but along that way, man, a lot, a bunch of connections. I'll never, I'll never forget, man, when like, you know, on my reference sheet, like Big Poppy was on my reference sheet. When I mm-hmm. went to, uh, when I worked in San Antonio and moved to Boston, uh, Greg Popovich was like, he was like, yo, cause Doc Rivers was the head coach with the Celtics at the time. He was like, you go tell Doc that Pop sent you and take good care of you. And, and Pop's a cool dude. On camera, he can, he can rip you apart. Cool dude in, in person. And Doc Rivers and I became cool. And he he came, was on my reference sheet. So you, have, you build up all these relationships with people along that ride. And and it helps get you into particular uh, positions to be successful. But, I mean, it's, it's a long road. It's a long story, man. I got Stuart Scott helping me out. Stan Verrett. I mean, Scott Van Pelt. That list goes on.
1: People don't Next. realize the grind and all the little stops. Dude. Particularly for TV, it feels like. Um, it, it's a lot of little tiny stops along the way. It's interesting how it works.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, some people make it to the top right away. But for me, yeah, it was a whole bunch of stations and grinding to, to make, you, make your way up to. what At that time, the dream job was the Anchor Sports Center.
1: Yeah, and it, it's interesting, if we get back to the football team, uh, you, you were here uh, for the last Regime. You're here now. Like, both of these... And this is not to like clown on the previous groupings. Why not? We have to, we have, to I'll have to book another segment, I think. But um, what I am curious is both coaches are con, are perceived as players coaches, but in two totally different ways. What have you seen from Ron since he's
0: been here? Man, Ron Ron is actually a coach that if I played, I would love to I would love to play for him, man. He he has that kind of military background where he doesn't take no BS. Um, if you, if you're one of those guys that, that slacks off, like you won't be on the team, um, kind of like a different type of like a bill Belichick because you the Patriot way. If you did something wrong, like you're gone. Um, but he came here and he talked about changing the culture. And I think you guys already see that, man, like this, this team, this attitude is totally different than what it was, you know, when Jay Gruden was here, totally different. Um, the practice style, it's not guys kind of just, you know, I'm not trying to crack on any other former players. I'm sure there are plenty who try to really work hard, but, but I think a lot of times when a team is losing, they, you, they start looking at themselves and start playing for themselves as an individual and like, Hey, let me try to perform. So maybe I get my new contract or maybe let me try to perform, um, because I got to look out for my career or whatever it is. Um, this team is a team. And and Ron Rivera really got that out of him. And we saw we saw that last year with the team that was going through a whole bunch of different quarterbacks and still won the NFC East, even though the NFC East was not the greatest division. um, But this time around, like, don't be surprised, man, if they if they make a decent playoff run. I already have them winning the NFC East again, despite what the Dallas Cowboys did and putting up all those decent points against Tampa Bay. Washington will still win the division.
2: That's what I was going to ask you, Darren. What is the feeling uh, locally about the expectations for this season? I, like we always say on this show, this is still season two, year two of a <laughs> rebuild. Um, but what is the feel like the expectations, you know, uh, locally for this team?
0: win the NFC East again. <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, you got you can't go backwards. So when you, you know, when you accomplish something, it's like, I mean, if you lift weights, And you get you can do 300 pounds one rep like you don't expect to go to the gym three weeks, four weeks later and and not be able to do it. You you expect to add more plates onto that, onto that dump, onto that, 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 um, onto the pole. So, like, it's NFC East or bust. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like a lot of these, a lot of these fans know that this team got better. We know that we don't have the, 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 the whole circus thing with the quarterback issue. You know, when Dwayne Haskins was there and then Kyle Allen getting hurt and then Alex Smith, who knows, what, you know, what was going on with him. Uh, so the expectation, the feel I have is a confident feel like we know this team is going to be good. And I, I, I don't know anybody who came to me and be like, man, we want to NFC East, but I'm okay Finished finish second this year. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree too, and that we've seen that um, on polls we've taken, and we'll get to record predictions in the end. And I got some that we'll read out. But um, talk to me about Curtis Samuels. Is he is he going to go to the IR? What, what do you think happens? Oh Curtis, there?
0: oh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, when I, when Ron when Ron was speaking about him, he he wanted to make it clear that that's not necessarily the case just yet, um, but it's kind of leaning towards that because you have a guy who literally. I don't know what for three months really hasn't done anything. He's Um, of that
1: side field.
0: Yeah, like yeah, like he he sort of rested for months, and 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 when a time where you're trying to kind of get him trying to get him back into the game, now all of a sudden he looks like he tweaked his his groin his groin uh muscle again. Usually, you see a lot of times they'll put a guy in IR to you know get him like shut him down, get him healthy, get him back. Um I would say yeah they will probably put him on IR but um I think they're trying to still figure out what's going on with him but it's to me it's something a little bit more serious than maybe what they're putting out um I've had groin injuries that that bothered me for the entire season but I still played with it I don't know what he has exactly but clearly it's a lingering injury that there's no reason why after 3 months dealing with some of the best doctors in the league, it was still bothering him right now. So it's, it's got to be something serious that I don't know if he got surgery or not because they don't really say, but if that probably needs to happen if it hasn't.
1: Real quick, Poop, I, I have a quick follow-up. One of the healthiest teams in the league for the last two years, quite a turnaround. It seemed like the IR list was lengthy before – that's just because of Vermillion and the new staff. I mean, have they talked about how they've been able to stay so healthy?
0: Well, you remember they got a new, they got the new staff like you were just mentioning. Cause I think, I remember I did a bit on, on TV on, on the bunch of guys who were injured on the team. I mean, it was like a long list. Uh, I believe that was the 2000, maybe 17 or 18 season or something like that. I mean, tons of injuries, yeah. um, but uh, a lot of times with, with stops with, with, will avoid injuries is you know the strength and conditioning so maybe they changed that up when ron rivera got there um there's a lot of stuff they changed up in-house which could dictate that also it could be just a little bit of luck you know what i'm saying it could just be a little bit of luck that you know the difference between someone stepping on your foot and someone stepping to the right of your foot now you don't have a toe injury It, it could be it could be a little bit of luck um don't jinx that man you knock on that wood behind you (laughs) <laughs> also, the, sea, also in the season starts. We have the roster is is injured.
2: Now that's that's looking like the Baltimore Ravens right now. Uh, they they've been bro. they've been someone snake text, bitten.
0: Someone <laughs> texts me. They're like, man, do you do you still play running back? Like we they they may need you up north.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they they have been snake bitten up there in Baltimore. Um, there I I've been I think it's the past week I've been seeing on. ESPN and other shows, they've been having this conversation about if Washington had to do all over again, would they still draft Chase Young or would they go for Justin Herbert? Or uh, I think it's Justin Herbert, uh, since that's the quarterback they're facing this week. And I'm always confused at how or or why people – obviously, we all know quarterback is an important position, especially the way the game is played today. But I'm always confused when people – have to revision history of, you know, this, this, this young guy, cause he, he, he popped last year, you know, he, he did more than what we thought he was going to do last year. Cause I, if I remember correctly, I think they were saying he wasn't quite ready. You know, he was going to need a little time and then he got in the game and, you know, lit it up a little bit. Um, do you think for a second, I know the answer here. But do you think for a second Washington, you know, may have second guessed that decision to get Chase Young versus getting the quarterback?
0: Man, I wish I could curse on your show. You can't. Hell, hell to I'm not <laughs> no. my gonna come and get me. I'm gonna say hell to the freaking no. Remember that time period, people were thinking that Dwayne Haskins was gonna have was gonna be that guy. You That was your first round draft pick. So listen, you, you're probably thinking of, okay, what kind of quarterbacks, but you had a first round draft pick on your team that you literally just drafted. I think Dwayne went what? 17, 17th 15. overall? 15th. Um, so that was your, your guy. You know what I mean? Um, and even still being I'm looking back at it, I still think they made the right decision because of the impact Chase makes on the field. And not only just the field, man, the guy's a general. The guy brings an energy that is contagious. Like, it's, it's like he is a football version of, like, the Delta variant. Like, it's, like, when he practices hard, and I'm, what I'm saying right now came from uh, Ron Rivera, but I, I see the same thing. So I'm going to quote Ron Rivera to make it more, uh, hold more value. Because if Ron Rivera says something, it's more important than, than me if I talk about the team. But he says that when when Chase Young goes all out during practice, that then forces the other guy to go all out. And then everybody else sees, man, he's going all out. I need to go all out. And so he he, he increases the level of play on the entire team. It's contagious, which makes the team better. And then he's a vocal leader. That is something that's valuable that not everybody has. There are quarterbacks that are not like that. Justin Herbert may be that kind of guy, but I've seen and, and I, I, I see Chase Young and what he does. And that's that's. You can't find that all the time. And I'll take that any day. So I'm I'm cool with the decision that they made because of the situation. And now looking back on the impact that he made, I'm, I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah. How, how much more do you how much more is the defense How much better? Do you think they think they can be this year than a year ago when they were one of the top five
0: defenses in the league? Uh, well, one, remember, they, they're up front. They are good. You know what I'm saying? With John Allen and Ioannidis and, you know, uh, Sweat and, and and Chase and stuff like that. Up front, they're good. Linebacker position was a little, uh, but they obviously, you know, they they added some some pieces in there uh, with, with Jamin Davis uh, now in the mix. It was a secondary that was a little kind of like, ooh, suspect. Um, but now you have situations where they brought in um, Steven Jackson to help out. Um, you have um Landon. It Collins feels like about. they don't. It feels like
1: William Jackson doesn't get talked enough about. Yeah, I mean, William a, Jackson.
0: Excuse me. What, was,
1: was
0: Stephen Jackson. Stephen.
1: <laughs> <Steve. laughs> you Jackson? got running back on the yeah, mind. I was, like, I was like, that's a big freaking. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but he's a huge
0: addition. But William Jackson is a huge addition. I mean, that's yeah. arguably
1: yeah. one of the better corners in the league.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, you have William Jackson, obviously Cameron curl is going to be that guy at the safety position, but then you have Landon Collins, which, you know, obviously is a guy who's a three-time pro bowler who had to deal with the Achilles injury and he's coming back. Like he didn't miss a beat. Um, so, so, and we know what Kendall Fuller can do. We have guys on that, on that squad in St. Juice, the young guy who have really improved this defensive, uh, this, the, the, the defensive secondary. So when I always go tell people, when, when you look at on um, paper, what they had last year compared to what they had this year, let's look at it just on the defensive side, they definitely improved. And that's scary because his defense was actually pretty scary last year. They just couldn't score the ball to make them to, – to have them win some games.
2: That's right. right. I, I want to go back to Landon Collins for a second. Um, he came back faster than I ever thought a football player could come back off of an Achilles injury. And he's looking like Landon Collins from Alabama again um do you think the play of cameron curl lit a fire under landing Collins? all all of the conversation that was going on in the media about you know hey this young guy the seventh round that came and kind of took the job uh do, do you think that lit that fire
0: i think that was i think that was one of the logs that were that was in his fire but definitely because Landon told me 2 weeks ago, it was like, I think it was a Monday or something like that. He did some community thing. And um, and he was he was telling me, he was telling the kids that like, you know, tomorrow's not promised, the NFL's not promised and he felt like it was good that these kids still were cheering him on um, and he still there are people who still really like him. It's almost like he realized that his career could have been old, could have ended if he didn't bounce back and he appreciated that he was still in that place where people like him and look up to him. Meaning that somewhere during that injury, he sat down wherever he was and was like, man, I don't want my career to end. Let me try to do whatever I can to fight back and best believe I'm watching the games and this dude Cameron curl is balling out. I need to figure out some way to get myself back in better than ever to at least hold myself into consideration because last i checked if you look on the computer he's making some money Mm -hmm. and and cameron cameron curl was just drafted so he's making that that rookie money i mean think about it though if if let's look at it like dating y'all if you have a beautiful woman a and the same beautiful woman b this person you know hey no let's go for a date just be 30 bucks this one here a 500 bill but they're the same looking girl which one you going with Thirty-dollar one, you know what
2: I mean? All day, all day.
1: Yeah. Well, yesterday I asked around on Twitter for some uh, record predictions. We'll give ours here in a minute. Uh, I'll read through some of them. Tony Shivers says nine and eight. That Stevie Washer football team says nine and eight. Nine and eight from our buddy Damian. See here, looks like a a ton of nine and eights here. Ten and seven. From uh, Jugs 09, 9 and 8, 10 and 7 from Washington Rundown, 8 and 9. Uh, let's let us get one more. Uh, my buddy, buddy Rio says 10 and 7. So we'll, uh, I'll go, I like that 10 and 7 number. I like 10 and 7. I think that's about right. I think that's what it takes to get into the playoffs and win the division. Uh, Pooh, we have talked about this before game time though
2: where are you at for the season uh, I, I I'm, I'm still gonna'm gonna stick to my 10 10 to 11 wins. I, I think I think the offense will do more than enough to um, give the defense a break uh, so they're not on the field as much as they were last year which will only help the defense that much more be the dominant defense that that they can be. So. Even watching the game last night, I the one thing I think people forget is every year in the NFL, even if you bring back the same team, it's a different team, like they're not going to play the same way. So just watching Tampa Bay last night while the offense still is the offense, because Tom Brady is still quarterbacking that defense eh, <laughs> left, left, left a lot to be desired out there on the field, so. I, I believe that um, while we do have a first place schedule, I still think there's room for us to win ten to eleven games uh, this season if they continue to, you know, get better and play up to their potential.
0: So I, gosh, I think I made my prediction back in like July. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm, I'm going. I'm sticking with the eleven and six. I'm gonna. I'm. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that one. Um, I, I feel like I feel like one of the losses in the division. They'll win the division. They'll they lose one against the Cowboys. I feel like they'll both both beat they'll beat the Giants. But there are those key those key games. Like I don't think they're gonna beat the Chiefs, but I feel like they will beat the. No, I think I think I have them losing to the Bills. I think I have them starting two and zero, and then losing to the Bills going two and one. Um, I have them beating Tampa Bay. I think that's gonna be like yeah. I, I reason why I bring that up is they. I mean. With a backup quarterback, they sort of almost, they could have beat them in the playoff game mm-hmm. at home. So now, you know, you have a better team in, in, in Washington at home, same place. I feel, I feel like it would be a little bit different. I feel like that would be that one game where people don't think they're going to win, and they will win. Um, I think I have them beating Green Bay, too. Or I have them losing to Green Bay and beating the Saints. I got to look at my notes, but I have them winning 11-6. and six. But I do remember that Tampa game uh, is that key win for them and that have them losing to the Bills. And there is
1: actually a game uh, they the line has changed. It looks like it's now Washington favored by a point point and a half. Still basically a pick 'em with the over under right around 44 and a half. Uh who you got them winning this game, right?
2: I do. Um I just I have no faith in Santiago. Uh and it's not that they don't have talent on the team obviously they do their NFL team but um new new head coach yeah new offense we we really have i mean th- their head coach you know congratulations to him obviously he's head coach one of the few jobs in NFL but he's a guy who just came onto the scene with last year as a defensive yeah. coordinator Jumped up to a head coaching position. So I think it's going to take them a little while to get going. to, to really Give, us, get a, give us a
1: score prediction, boo
2: Oh, ooh, this one's going to be tough. Uh, <laughs> this is the meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go 24-17, somewhere around there. Yeah. Game. 24-17. You reading my notes, man? No, 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 no. I'm just – you know, I'm just – I don't think the offense is going to be ready to, you know, they're not going to be clicking top notch Uh, defense always come around faster than the offense. So uh, I just see, you know, I I looked at it. Washington averaged like 20 point something points a game last year. They're going to get a couple more than what they averaged last year, but it's it's going to enable the defense to really pin their tails back and go after Justin Herbert. Yeah. Since you took
0: my score, I'm trying to think of a, I don't want to change my score, but I'm, I, I, don't want to be, I don't want to keep it the same as you. I want to make it different, but still the same sort of gap. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go like a 21-13 or something like that. Like.
1: We had uh, Daniel Popper covers the charges for the athletic. He, he actually took Washington. Well, I was surprised by that 21-17. Uh, and, and I think I'll take Washington like 27-23.
0: Did I
2: did I say did I say 2117?
0: You said 2113. 2113. 13 2113. 13, yeah, 21-13. Which I I'm I'm doubting. I, I feel like the Chargers can score more than 13 points. I'm just not trying to be like, oh man. i uh, well, listen, if you had 24-17, stick with it. I'm sticking with it, man. Yeah, that's that,
2: that feels like the that feels like the, 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 the comfort zone for, for for the scoring of this game because I just if Washington gets up by double digits, 10 points. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be trouble for San Diego. It's, and it didn't
0: happen very much last year, boo.
2: No, no, no. It did it did not happen. It did not happen. Yeah, that, that
0: was always a thing for a while. It was like you had a team that just couldn't score at the beginning of the game. And then the year before that, it was they could score in the beginning. And then also they just they just went MIA in the second half. Like this, there hasn't been a team that really came out of the gate and was able to score and consistently score throughout the, the whole game in a few years. Maybe the Alex, Alex Smith's first year. I mean, uh, first season here, yeah. but they consistently score. Yeah
2: I, yeah. I think people are concerned about the offense cause they didn't light it up in the preseason, but I just, I took notes from uh, like Dallas last night. Like they really didn't show anything in the preseason. And then, Dax throwing for 400 and something yards again, like before he hurt his ankle. So I'm 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 expecting the same thing. I know Scott Turner got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He has a lot of, a lot of new shiny toys on the field, even without Curtis Samuel. I think that's gonna help Diami Brown get more playing time than what he would have gotten. Um, yeah, Cam Sims. Uh so I I, I think they're gonna show show a little. Little razzle dazzle on uh on Sunday that that people weren't expecting and we're gonna get a we're gonna get a few glimpses of Fitz magic on uh on Sunday.
0: Y- y'all remember Sean Merriman, right?
2: Yes, like that
0: The dude said the dude said yesterday the Chargers were gonna score thirty four points on Washington. No way. Cool. You know, <laughs> that's, that's a homework take. Listen, he, he got it, you know, He got a cheer. He got a cheer on the team he played for. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no doubt. But I was like, there's no way they're gonna drop 30 something points it, on that defense. It's only one
2: or two possible teams I can see, maybe three, getting close to that score this season. And that's Patrick Mahomes, of course. That's I have them losing to KC. Yep. Uh possibly Aaron Rodgers and in, in the Packers. And if, he, if he's there. If if he's there. I, th- I think he's gonna be there at least this season. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be there this season. It's the last ride for him and him and Devontae uh, and and possibly, you know, uh, Tampa Bay, depending on how, you know, Tom Brady normally takes a little while to get into the groove. I mean, he, he was all the way in the groove last night, but i i, I those those are only three teams I see even possibly reaching 34, 35 points this season. I definitely don't believe San Diego is going to come anywhere close to 34 points, (laughs) nowhere close to 34.
1: If if they did, there's a whole lot of people in trouble come Monday.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Jack Del Rio is going to be the first. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Darren, man, we, 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 we thank you for taking the time to come on with us today. Um, just let the people know where they can find you um you uh, know what's your social media
0: yeah 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 uh, i'll give the social media because I, I want you guys to actually look this story up because there's actually plenty as hell uh but twitter facebook instagram tiktok uh, what else is out there MySpace, black planet i don't know all <laughs> of them. Uh, darren m haynes d-a-r-r-e-n m-s matthew haynes h-a-y-n-e-s and, and check out my, uh, my Twitter account, because I had a one-on-one interview with Chase Young yesterday to get ready for this game. And I, I asked, hey, what's one name that you know good and well will not be the new name of the Washington football team? And he said, Bruce. And I was like, he says, I use Bruce's name to order at Chick-fil-A like on the ticket, so people don't think it's me. And then I was like, what's Bruce's last name? He said, Alan. Allen. Can't make it up. Listen, I can, oh I can play, I can play for you right now if you want to hear it. <laughs> he, oh Chase, no. Young, Chase Young uses the former president of the Washington football team to, to hide his identity while ordering food at Chick-fil-A. Hey
2: man, you might you might be getting a little it's not smart. You might get a little special seasoning, special sauce. <laughs> Chick-fil-A using that right. name
1: around there. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's some that is. On there. Yeah, that's that's not the name to use uh around around that area uh the, the <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, yeah man. I, I blew my mind that he uses that name. But yeah, that yeah, that's you can see that on my social media platform, man. Yeah, that video is up there. Check it out if you can. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on man because it's a ton of fun. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Have a good one.